This is Eric. And this is Tess. And you're listening to Same Team, y'all. We were, like, I was on Facebook. You know, like, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, I know what Facebook is. You know it's a book with (laughs) With faces. I was on... Because they were some great songs. I looked through this and I was like, wait, what makes these guilty? I was like, like, these are all wonderful songs. Yeah, some of them I was like, you don't feel guilty about that. You you just stop right there. And some of them, you know. Yeah, it's not the window. It's just my you're my, just glowing. My angelic it's for, nature. Well, it's because you meditated, <laughs> and now you're hovering. And uh... Uh, Newt's commander says, "Worrying means you suffer twice." Mm-hmm. And what he means by that is that you four situations in which you don't have any uh, control over the outcome of the situation. Like, for instance. Your dog has to have a medical test, and like, first of all, you can't control the bump on the dog, and you can't control the test. Um, the only thing that you can control is your reaction to it. Uh, a star is born yesterday. <gasps> I was gonna ask you about that. That was one of my Eric updates. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, okay. Well, then we'll, we'll leave that alone then. We'll okay. leave it alone. Sorry, I didn't realize, I didn't realize, well, I didn't know what any of the updates were, so. Uh, hi guys, my name's Eric. And my name is Steph. And you guys are listening to Same Team, y'all. It's a podcast where two librarian best friends talk about stuff that we're loving, tales from the library, and life lessons we've learned along the way. Tess, why do we do this? Oh, we do it because uh, it's in our very little way, our way to make the world a better place yeah. by uh, by focusing on good things instead of bad things and uh, encouraging others to do so because uh, when you're focused on good things, you'll see more good things yeah. and uh, hopefully uh, we can... Uh, I'll be more positive and remember that uh, despite all of our differences, we're all on the same team. We are all on the same exact team. I think too is it's when we're it's hard to find time to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) If we schedule recording dates, we get to hang out together. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. So it has been a long time. I know that's like when you. Well, Eric is just, you're kind of like a hard person to get a hold of. Am I? Yeah. Like, I feel like I text you and then I'll, I'll get a text back from you like four days later. <laughs> or, or, I'll, or I'll cryptically text you and I'm like, sorry, I was away from my phone last week. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, I know. Well, um. And then you went on vacation and I was like, well, I'm not going to bother messaging him while he's on mm-hmm. vacation because he's spending time with his family. But the whole time you were gone, I kept thinking of things i'm like man i gotta ask eric what he thinks of this like for instance okay. a star is born the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when lady gaga and bradley cooper came out and i was like i wonder if eric even knows about this movie because you don't have you don't have tv anymore so i was like does he has he even seen the previews for this movie i don't have cable and i'm no longer on social media except for for the cast uh, but i found out about the movie good i'm glad from, that you found someone out was it. reading a magazine of it was was it like Hollywood Weekly or something uh-huh. like that? Entertainment Weekly. And um, it had an article in there about A Star is Born. And I was like, 
what is this movie with Mother Monster in it? And luckily I was able to find out about it uh, uh, a week before it came out. So crazy. Yeah. And you said you saw it? Yeah, I saw it uh, day before yesterday with my mom. It is a phenomenal movie. Okay, good. Yeah. It is... Because I I saw, I was watching the trailers for it, and I was like, oh my god, Eric needs to see this movie. I was like, he probably doesn't even know that it exists, because he doesn't have TV or or Facebook anymore. I was like, how am I going to, but he's on vacation, I can't text him. And then (laughs) then the other thing was. If it's Lady Gaga related, you can text me. Oh, okay, just That's an emergency, you gotta tell me about it. The other one was, um, oh, uh, American Vandal. You and I had both watched American Vandal, that yes. TV show. There's a second season. Okay. That's out now. And I didn't know if you knew that well, there was a second I season. Do, so I do know Netflix stuff because I do still go on Netflix. So Netflix okay. will tell me like, hey, by the way. There's new episodes. Now it's about diarrhea. Yes. Right? American, <laughs> American Vandal is now about diarrhea. Yeah, I watched the whole second season already. And so, you know, the first season was Who Drew the D's? Yeah, Who Drew the D's? This one is Who is the Turd Burglar? <sighs> so. Because all of the vandalism has to do with poo. (laughs) I watched the trailer for it. But yeah, if it's anything Netflix, I should usually know at least when it's come out. Because Netflix will be like, hey, Eric, here's this new thing. Well, something that's coming out on Netflix soon that I wanted to tell you about that you may not have heard about. Can I tell you right now? I'm so appreciative of the fact of (laughs) you keeping me in the loop. I went into Target yesterday with Freya. And I honestly didn't know like half of the movies I saw on the shelf in there. And I was like, when did these all come out? You know, they came out sometime between, you know, the time I stopped uh, watching TV and uh, on the regular and and, and now. Well, um, Lucy Davis, the actress Lucy Lucy Davis. Almost came to Lexicon. Yeah. Yeah, our library comic. Our our, uh, our actress crush from, yeah. uh, she played Candy in Wonder Woman. Yeah, Etta Candy. Yeah. Yes. Um, she's going to be in the new Netflix show, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So I also wanted to tell you about that. Thank I just you. wanted to make sure that you knew about all of the pop culture goings on. I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I have to tell Eric about that. It is so <laughs> weird. Like when you, when you don't watch like cable with commercials. <laughs> And you don't really go on on social media, and I don't really actively look for news. You know, like I might hear things or see things in the paper or on my way into work, like the radio's Mm -hmm. on. Um, But aside from that, like it is amazing what things you just will not know. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It is actually feels really good sometimes. I appreciate you keeping me in the loop. You're very welcome. Should we listen to our inspirational quote? Yeah, sure. Let's listen to our quote. Our quote, and for, um, well, for new listeners, all listeners, uh, Tess and I always rotate who picks the quote, and it's always a surprise to the other person. And this week, it has been my turn to pick it. So let me unmute my computer, and here we go. My poem is called Kindness. Kindness. Something so sweet, so simple, yet so hard to attain somehow. So near, but just out of reach. One minute it's there. But the next, it's gone, like a shadow from a passing cloud. Kindness. What you do, how you act, the words that come out of your mouth, these decisions, these choices you make, affect other people. And it could change someone, for better or worse, one way or another. And people don't realize that, but it's true. I'm guilty of that. Letting it disappear like kindness was never there. We all are. And you just never know how one day 
it could come back to you. There you go. That's been our, our quote of the week. Wow. Quote of the episode. Where is that from? It is, okay, great question. Where is it from? So when we find our quotes, uh, I don't know. What do you use when you find your quotes? Like, do you just search around or do you find one somewhere and then you search? I think so far I've kind of had an idea yeah. of, like, what I wanted. So Like last episode, probably, like, Bob Ross says some really cool things. Yeah, so I think me... I was watching an episode and I'm like, oh, my God, I need to find that quote. <laughs> I was in, like, a poetry mood. And so I started doing searches about poetry and different themes that would fit with our cast, like Uh either respectfulness or kindness or anything, right? And I stumbled upon – so the answer to your question, where is it from? I found it on YouTube. It is titled Kindness Slam Poem and it has been posted by Nat – Carnahan (laughs) 1. She only has two videos up and they're both school-related. I believe this poem – was a school assignment that she had to write and then post uh, for school. Wow. So, I know, right? The great poet, Nat Carnahan, won. Kind of amazing. Nat Carnahan won, and uh, she, the, um, she's like looking into the camera when she's doing it. I'm going to try to send her a message, let her know, like, hey, we really like her poem and we played it on her cast, you know? But I mean, really. Hopefully she's okay with that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you're okay with that, ma'am. Um, but um, no, I thought it was phenomenal for like a school project, you yeah, know? So that's good. It kind of made me wish that there was like a, a place you could just search and see everyone's school projects. I bet that would be a lot of fun, right? You know? <laughs> um, School project, YouTube. And I thought, like, what she said, too, about kindness, about, like, it's easy. Like, this is how I saw how her quote was, like, it's easy to say be kind, Mm -hmm. but it's not always easy to do it, you know? And she even admits, like, I'm guilty of it, too. Yeah. I think think something I've um, observed recently, too, is that if you expect kindness, you should also like deliver the kindness. I've I've observed lately that there are people who expect to be treated with kindness but they don't necessarily treat others with mm-hmm. kindness and I've been like confused by that. And so I would encourage all of our list I mean our listeners are already on board with you, this. The, I mean we're preaching to the choir. We talked about right this now. already. The Yalzians. <laughs> the Yalzians. The Yalzians get it, right? Yeah. Are we making that canon today? Yes. It, unless someone has a better name for the collective group of same team y'all listeners. Um Yalzians sounds the pretty Yalzians. good. Yeah, yeah. The um yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like it's it's easy to say like, well I deserve this, right? Yeah. But and then I think too it's it's really interesting to think Oh, when I leave this house today, I'll be kind to everyone. And I think to some people that comes easy, especially when it deals with certain interactions. Mm -hmm. And I think other times it's not easy. Yeah. Or I think sometimes you might leave the house thinking, I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to be kind to everyone. And then you get, you might get to your destination and you might immediately be met with some sort of like negative interaction, like right off the bat. And you might forget that you were planning to be kind to everyone. Well, I think a lot of life is reactive. Someone said something and you feel that way. And then you said this thing without taking a half, a half step to think about it. So do we have any, now I've been on vacation. Do we have any Twitter updates? We do have some Twitter updates. I did not check our Twitter account. 
Um, While you were on vacation, no, of course you Well, didn't. I was going to, because I've always wanted to be more active with our with our Twitter page. Okay, really but quick, is the sun in your eyes? It's not in my eyes. Okay, is good. it on you? No, it's You good. just look like you're glowing right now. Like, there's a, a beautiful halo of light coming off you. As long as you're comfortable, I'm good, too. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you let me know if it gets in your eyes. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, we're recording next to an enormous window, and I was just concerned because the curtains are drawn, and I want to make sure that I wasn't blinding Eric with Sunshine. I'm just like blinking <laughs> tears out of my eyes the whole time. Um, Twitter updates. Um, on our last podcast, we had asked, I had specifically asked people to tweet us <gasps> vacation yes! ideas. Yes. And uh, we had uh, one of our Twitter followers, Merbrarian, who I take it is a mermaid slash librarian. That's got to um, be true. Yeah. Yes. She suggested that I go to Iceland. Um, and I asked her, had she been to, well, I'm assuming it's a she. I guess it could be a he. It a, could be a mermanbrarian. A mermaid. Yeah. Uh, a mermanbrarian. <laughs> a mermanbrarian. A mer- well, I, I asked merbrarian if they had been to Iceland. And uh, they said that they had and that they had seen the Northern Lights. And I will say, Merbrarian, that it is actually a secret wish of mine to go to Iceland. But we found out some more stipulations oh, of this no. vacation. And, well, it's not an oh no, really. I mean, you can never oh no a free vacation, right? <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Like they, You found out more and they were like, well, forget this. I'm not going on a free vacation anymore. I guess that's a very good point. <laughs> you can never oh no a free vacation. But we did find out when they say hypothetically anywhere within reason, they mean uh, within the United States, Canada, Mexico, or the Caribbean. Um so I'm not a geography major. Yeah, uh, Iceland's not in those places. Yeah, Iceland's outside oh. of those stipulations. Mm. Hopefully, one day I will get to go there. Merbarian had a good time there and suggested it as a vacation destination. I'm going to make a prediction, mm-hmm. or not a prediction, a bold proclamation. Yeah, we, you and I, are going to go see the Northern Lights. Oh yeah, one day, and we will record. We'll record a podcast from under the will, Northern Lights. Will the Northern Lights? Disrupt our recording stuff because isn't it all ultra vi- like it's wavelengths and stuff Ooh. like that? Yeah. So we'll find out. that's what we're gonna do one day. <laughs> one that's day. episode 100, 200 something. <laughs> um, another update, Twitter update. Uh, heard from Miss Liz. We hadn't heard from Miss Liz in a while. Our good friend. What's up, Ms. girl? Liz. Hey, Miss Liz. She uh, she tweeted a picture of um, she was at the. I believe she was at the Alsk Institute, oh. um, and she was wearing her same team y'all button on, on nice. her on her bag. So I don't know. Maybe we got some new listeners from the Alsk Institute. Who knows? <laughs> that would be very nice. Maybe new listeners, if you're listening to us, because you saw Miss Liz's button. Maybe <sighs> I don't know. Also, Miss Liz was really nervous about her trip to the conference because I think she was. Um, it's kind of scary to go to a conference and meet lots of new people. Yeah, I have um, a tough time of it. And I hope that she had a, a really good time. I think she has uh, disappeared from social media uh, because it's a rough time to be on social media right now. Yeah. And I totally understand I, that. I stopped. So we were like, I was on Facebook, you know, like Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, and I know what Facebook I've, is. You know, it's a book. With face. <laughs> with faces. I was on it like all the time. Like it was like my thing. And then I, uh, I got off of it. Now I just have the account just for basically for posting photos of Freya, like for family members and uh-huh. stuff. That's why I changed the name, you know? Yeah. And um, 
boy, it was tough because you open it up and it just feels like you every time you open it up, it feels like you're walking into a room at mid fight. Yeah, it's tough. It's intense. And even the only thing I do on social media now, and this is just what I do, you, you guys feel free to do whatever you like, whatever makes you comfortable is our our feed, like for same team, y'all, our, our Twitter handle. Um, but I don't do a lot of like looking at the news because no. it can get very yeah. um, aggressive. Contentious. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Miss Liz, if you learned any lessons while you're at the Alsk Institute, you can feel free you to listen. You can email us. Yeah, email us in. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, I hope she had a good time. Um, I also uh, I hope that she and her dog enjoyed the mix CD that I made for them. Yes. I made them a mix CD. I had I didn't hear anything about it, but I hope that they liked it. Um, also, one more Twitter update. Did you sign that with the button? I did. Yeah, very nice. Maybe she's too busy jamming out. Maybe. And maybe. that's why, maybe that's really why she got off social media. She's like, I don't have time. I gotta listen to sweet music, and I'm getting off social media so I can really focus on this. Um, you had tweeted to Zach Ames. Yeah, yeah. Z- I don't know who this is. Okay, who so is Zach Ames. Zach, I know. Okay, I didn't realize I got a response. Um, yeah. I tweeted at Zach Ames. He's the producer of a podcast called The Andrew DeWitt Show. And Tess, do you remember... He's from Boner City USA. Yeah, do you remember I mentioned the yeah. show? Yeah, there was a podcast called Boner City USA, which I very much enjoyed, that I don't think is um, around anymore. And there was kind of like all the members of that podcast kind of split it off and formed their own podcast. And Zach Ames is the producer of the Andrew Duet show, which I think is very funny. Uh, not family friendly, um, depending on your. It's got grown up language. It has it. grown up language, and depending on your grown particular sensibilities, you may get offended, I suppose, if that's a thing that happens. But it's got grown up stuff. And anyway, I asked him. It's a comedy podcast. It's a, yeah, it's a but basically in a nutshell, it's basically comedians living in LA. Uh, that are struggling comedians <laughs> and they're just hanging out together. Um, but Zach Ames, I asked him for information about um, recording the cast. Well, he got back to you. Oh, this he, is nice. Yeah, so you want to go on Twitter and read his tweet. And okay. he's also following us on Twitter. Zach Ames is following us? Yeah, so it could be that he's even listening to our podcast. I can, so Zach Ames seems like... So if he is listening, then I do have to gush. Because I, lo- I love... Uh, he also did the intro. I've talked about another podcast called um, uh, Lady to Lady. He sings the intro to that as well. So, oh. Zach, if you're listening, you got a gorgeous voice. I've heard you sing the Folgers <laughs> Coffee commercial jingle several times. It's very nice. And you guys uh, do a phenomenal job over at the Andrew DeWitt Show. Uh, thanks for getting back to me. So, yeah. hopefully, maybe he gave us some good advice we can use to make the cast sound yeah. even better. Yeah, you know? and I, um, I don't know if he's really listening. He probably doesn't have time. But probably maybe, not. maybe, who knows? His, his, hey, his, hey, Zach, if you're listening, thanks, thanks, buddy. His sign-off is always, um, my name's Zach Ames, and I aims to please. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wonderful great. update. That's yeah, great. those are our Twitter updates. Very cool. <laughs> Do you want to get into the uh, stuffs that we're loving? Yeah, let's talk about some stuffs. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. Stuffs. 
<laughs> and we'll talk about some stuffs. Uh, do you want to go stuffs first or stuff second? Um, These are, by the way, yeah. non-lightning stuffs. No. Regular. <laughs> no. How do you, did you listen to that episode? I, I did listen I to it. I think it played okay. I thought it, I thought it sounded okay. Uh, I listened to it with uh, my beloved husband, Brett. He said that I sounded really nervous during the lightning round, that I got, that I stammered a lot, and that I sounded like I was really under pressure, which I didn't, I don't feel like I felt under pressure, I but maybe subconsciously I was. I wonder <laughs> if it's good practice for interviews to time yourself talking about something you like. <laughs> and then seeing how you go through. See if you sound like a maniac or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But no, these are just regular non Just regular stuffs, yeah. Non-lightning um, stuffs. How about you go first? Um, I'll go first. Um, I always have a hard time picking my stuffs because there's a lot of stuff that I'm really into. But most recently you mentioned I came back from a vacation. I went to uh, Ocean City and I rented a condo with my wife. And uh, we got to spend some time with... Um, my sister and her son Logan and my dad and his partner Ralph and it was really nice. Very so, cool. Yeah, it was kind of a vacation where we didn't really have uh, like an agenda, you know, like we were That's just kind of nice. yeah, and a like, relaxing vacation. Yeah, it was nice, and I haven't seen my dad in like a while because he lives in California. Um, and uh, it was good. It was his first time seeing Freya, and I feel bad because I don't think it was they... his first time seeing Freya. Yeah, it was his first time was seeing it, Freya. I guess his first time seeing Logan. Too, first right? time seeing Logan. First time seeing Freya. Wow, meeting all the grandkids. Yeah, I feel kind of bad though because the first the vacation we spent two nights with him and Ralph in the in their hotel room mm -hmm. and then the rest of the vacation we were in our condo and they were still in their hotel and I feel bad because I don't think they understood like what life with a young child is like ooh, ooh, yeah. and like how <laughs> like if you for example if you don't have kids and you go today I'm going to leave and go to the boardwalk um, that sounds fine, but if you decide just to go to the boardwalk, you have to decide, well, where would that put us in the nap time schedule for Freya uh -huh. for boardwalk stuff? So I think it, the first two days, I think we're a little bit of a, a challenge for him. Also, like we're sitting around talking at 630 and I just start shutting lights off and he goes, what are you What's going on? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's bedtime. It's, bro, it's bedtime. You know, <laughs> it's bedtime. And he goes, so are we just going to like sit in the dark? I was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, either that or, or you and Ralph can go out and then come back later. But yeah, right now it's bedtime, bro. You know, there's no way around that. Um, but once we got to the condo, it got a little bit better because we were we stayed in the condo with Lisa and Logan. She's got her own kiddo, so she understands there's separate rooms, so you don't have to worry about, like, if you're doing nap time, like, one baby waking the other one up right. and doing a domino. And then we were able to just kind of, like, text my dad and Ralph being like, hey, this is what we're doing today, probably around this time, yeah. you know? So, but uh, it was really nice. We also went to their library. The uh, head, um, Shout out to the Worcester uh, County Library it's, System. It's the Worcester County. Worcester? Worcester County. Oh. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Oh. No one told me when I was Now there. you know. No, no, knowing's <laughs> half the battle. Um, and we went to one of their story times. So that was really Oh, nice. fun. Yeah, That's yeah, it was awesome. Good. But yeah, it was just really nice to see family members. And it was ocean study, but we really didn't do a lot of ocean stuff because it was either hot or rainy over there. But Freya oh, really? Did. Yeah, it was, um, well, I'm not a huge beach person. Okay. And then also, like, with all that sand and stuff, like... Uh, it gets in the crevices. Gets in the crevices. We were worried about them getting in the AIDS yeah. themselves. I was like about in say the receiver. Getting AIDS, yeah. yeah. So we 
when we went to the boardwalk, we took Freya's hearing aids out. But um, I mean, we we walked up and down the boardwalk. We did stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, it was really just kind of a chill day. There were two days are rainy. We just stayed in the room. That's fine. You know? Yeah, that's cool. And like um, card games and stuff. Yeah, card games or took time uh, napping while the other one watched Freya. That sounds good too. <laughs> yeah. um, relaxing. Yeah, relaxing. But uh, yeah, it was good to see family, and it was good to just see. I like Logan. I haven't had a chance to see my cousin cousin nephew he's my your nephew, nephew and he's freya's cousin so how did freya deal with the little baby did she, she did okay she into yeah. it? well now i mean he's nine months younger than freya but he's like oh okay yeah, so he, that's not much of a big no it's not much of a difference at all and he his his birthday is um for some reason i thought he was a lot younger than her no no, no. well what happened is freya we had freya yeah and then a man uh lisa my, my sister was like Baby fever, oh. and Logan was conceived like thirty days after Freya oh, was born. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is fine. She, uh, Freya activated her maternal clock. Freya <laughs> activated the maternal clock, and it happened. But no, they they got along just fine. Like they're kind of like it's just enough age gap where they're kind of like on different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we did a lot of one thing that's nice. We did a lot of swimming on this vacation, like at swimming pools, and Freya loves swimming, and Logan like swimming i mean that's you good know, so but yeah it was it was good to get away and then i and then i came back just a, a little bit ago like a week ago and uh first week back at work it was fine you good know, you know it's good to get back good so very know. good so oh god it's been so long vacationing with my family <laughs> although vacationing with a young kiddo is different than vacationing with just two adults <laughs> is the stuff that I'm loving. Nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. What's something you're loving, Miss Tess? Um, here's the stuff that I'm loving. I am loving... Oh, I have um, this journal here. Let's see. She's showing me a journal. It says, <laughs> Serenity Journal, 365 days to calming quotes to keep the stress away. This sounds awesome. <laughs> well, so um, I think I've talked about on the podcast um, the Curable app. Have I talked about this before? It's an app for people who have chronic pain, and I have chronic pain due to migraines. And um, they do all kinds of suggestions of things that you can do to help your pain condition. And um, some of them are kind of out there. <laughs> like, one of their suggestions that you should never use the word pain. Because just saying the word pain could like bring about pain. Because it makes you make that it connection. Because it makes you think about That's it. So interesting. So you, you just should... said pain a lot. I just did. Now. I did. Well, I'm not quite sure it works, but <laughs> but you're supposed to like you're supposed to change out that word for with a silly word because then you'll say something like silly and panties. Well, here's, uh, banana is the word that they suggested. So like if you are having Are you in any so, banana so, right now? Or like uh, I'm having a banana today um instead of saying, you know, I have a headache today. And then also instead of like when you're talking about how you feel, just say instead of saying like, "Oh, I hurt," say like, "I'm not as comfortable as I'd like to be." Oh, that's because interesting. Because saying the word hurt like is a bad word it's like negative connotation but saying the word comfort even if you're saying you're not comfortable is like a positive connotation so some of this stuff is kind of like uh, you don't know if like changing out words is really going to do anything yeah Yeah, to to help my medical condition but some of this stuff is is good and one of the things they suggested was keeping a gratitude journal which is um where you write down three things that you're grateful for 
Um, and you're supposed to do it at the beginning of every day. And I've been doing it. Oh, at for, the start of the day. Yes. Okay. You're supposed to begin your day with gratitude. Very nice. So I've been doing this um, for the past uh, past fortnight or so. And I begin the day by writing out three things that I am grateful for. And is that all that journal's for? It's yeah, just that, that's what that. I know. So, so the thing is, uh, it, it told me to do it's this. It's a beautiful journal. Oh, thank you. It yeah. told me to do this. And I was like, I was, I was like, well... I have to write stuff as soon as I wake up. I don't have time to write. Well, there's another whole part of the app, which is like called expressive writing. And there's supposed to be these like prompts that are supposed to help you. Like, cause I guess you're supposed to, I haven't tried any of them. Cause I'm like, I don't have time to write. I don't have time for this, whatever, which is stupid. I do have time to write. If I have time to sit and watch Netflix all afternoon, I definitely have time well, to write. The something. actual answer is it's more fun to watch Netflix than it is <laughs> exactly. to write expressively. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I was like, you know what? I'll go and I'll buy myself a nice journal and then that will motivate me to to write. Where do you get that journal? I got it from uh, Staples. Staples. Yeah, so I went. I went to. So I told Brett. I told Brett I need to go to, to the office supply store and get a journal. He's like, "Well, I just want a notebook." And I'm like, "Well, because that's not going to motivate me to write." It's got to be a pretty journal. Yeah, and so actually, Brett picked out this journal, yeah. and the journal actually has little quotes in it of like little quotes about like peace and serenity and stuff like that. So, um. Uh, my gratitude journal is the stuff I've been loving. That's very nice. This past fortnight. Have you been really into it, I'm guessing? Yeah, I have. It's, um, it definitely, it, it definitely helps you kind of, like, reframe things, because what I've been doing is, since I've been writing them first thing in the morning, is I've been, like, reflecting on the day before, and thinking about what are some things yesterday that I was really grateful for. Like, like, everything that happened yesterday, what are, like, three things I can identify and I don't know. I'm sure our listeners have had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> so when you've had a bad day and then you are reflecting upon it, you're like, well, yesterday was crappy and I don't feel grateful for anything because it was crappy. But then you have to do the journal, right? So then That's you, the rules. You, yeah. you sit and you think about it and you're like, okay, well, that was crappy, but, you know, this happened and, um, you know, this person was supportive and, uh, you know, at least I got to do this and, you know, and even if it's something really like simple, like I got to eat Chinese food yesterday and I really like Chinese food, <laughs> like write down in the gratitude journal, that's something positive that you can focus on, you know? So like maybe the whole, so it, it shows you the whole day didn't suck. Yeah. There was stuff about that day that wasn't bad, you know, even though it seemed like it was a really crappy day. And then some days you're looking back on it and you're like, man, my life is awesome. I have so many things to be grateful for. And you're just like, you know, just writing down like the first three that come to your mind. And so it just makes you kind of feel good. That's great. You know? Especially if the way you're starting your day, right? Yeah. I find that like, the, for me at least, like the way I start my day doesn't always like set the tone for the rest of the day but it certainly helps Mm -hmm. you know and um yeah that starting the day thinking about three things you're grateful sounds really cool and like you said chinese food you're probably like oh that sounds silly 
Some people, they're like, I would love Chinese food, but I'm watching the bills right now. Yeah. I can't splurge on Chinese food, you know? And being able to buy that, I mean, that's something not everyone can do. Or maybe someone bought some for you and like, hey, that person's super generous and you're grateful for that person in your life. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's like, you know, what you and I say on the show a lot is like, once you start looking for stuff to be grateful for a lot, you know, you'll see it more often and Mm -hmm. then you'll just become a more grateful person. And I think that's the point of the exercise is kind of to the to make you think more positively yeah. and to have a more positive mindset. And that is supposedly supposed to make my pain go away. But we'll see. We'll make my bananas go away. Make, we'll yeah, see. make your bananas go away. <laughs> so many bananas, you know. Um, my next stuff is that uh, since I've become a dad, it's been a little difficult to find time for myself. Like yeah. we, okay. I, I just mentioned earlier, like how you start the day kind of sets the tone. Yes. And I used to wake up and I used to kind of wake up early, but you know, early I shouldn't walk my dog and do all this. And now more often than not, I'm woken up by Freya, yeah. you know, um, whenever I, I don't even set an alarm anymore cause she'll get me up at like seven or earlier than seven. And uh, it's been hard to find time like to do things that I like video games and reading, but lately I've. I don't know what I've done differently. I've been able to do really good. I've been able to knock a couple books, like, I don't want to say off my list. I don't have a list per se, but just I've been able to read a couple different books lately. So cool. stuff I'm loving is uh, some different books I've been reading. And I brought two with me awesome. recently. Uh, one is called, this is actually the book I've got in my hand is like the third Ooh. part of a series. Uh, the first bo- the first book is called um, Three Dark Crowns by um, Kendar Kendar Blake. And have you heard of this series before? I've, I've seen these yeah. books in the library because they, really cool they have really cool covers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the premise of the first book, Three Dark Crowns, is essentially that uh, in this uh, kind of magical medieval type of semi-medieval island, there's always uh, – the queen always gives birth to, birth to triplets. Uh, they always have uh, different powers. In this case, one is a naturalist, the power of nature. One is an element uh, elementrist. She is the power of like lightning and fire, the elements, and one is a poisoner. She can Ooh. consume poison and detect poison. And the way this kingdom works is the three daughters um, are always um, raised together for six years, and then they're separated. And when they turn 16, they have one year to kill each other off. And the last oh. one who is alive becomes queen. And Whoa. then one day she will give birth to triplets who have to do the same as well. Um, so it is like kind of a brutal... Whoa. Yeah, kind of a brutal premise, but it immediately caught my attention because it's one part like high... So it's a young adult book, so it's one part like high YA fantasy. Yeah. And one part kind of like Hunger games Yeah. you know? And uh, I liked it so much that I read... Uh, I talked about how I have a hard time finishing books. I read Three Dark Crowns. I read its sequel... Um, one Dark Throne, and then there were two ebooks that oh. were also they were put into a physical book called Queens of Fenbirn, which is the name of the island. I read that as well, and I just, just picked. The next I one. picked up. This is the brand new. This book just came out like a week or two ago. Two Dark Reigns, Ooh. and I am into it. It is a solid book series. I awesome. recommend recommend it to anyone of fans of a uh, YA fantasy, and of course there are. Love triangles. Oh, you know? yeah? But, uh, so anyway, I picked this up. So I'm hoping to read this next Two Dark Reigns. In fact, after I'm done here, I may go down to Chipotle to read this book while I get a burrito. <laughs> and then um, I also finished this book, too, just recently called uh, 
book is called Zen and Gone by Emily France, and it's a different type of book entirely. It's uh, realistic fiction. Uh, it's a YA book as well, and it's basically about uh, a young boy uh, summer vacations in Boulder, Colorado, meets a, a young girl that he's enchanted with. They're two entirely different people. And one day while they are kind of like spending time with other friends too in the woods, because this is a thing, I guess Boulder, Colorado is a very like outdoorsy kind uh-huh. of place. Um, uh, his friend that he met, Essa, her, her daughter, her younger sister, who's only nine, gets lost in the woods and it becomes a very serious situation. But this book is so good too because it's framed using so you know listeners and test knows that i've got an acute interest in uh buddhist meditation meditation, buddhist philosophy and and essa uh goes to a zen temple to meditate and so the book itself zen and gone the the story itself is this interesting story about two people coming together kind of romantic kind of more i don't know just about people's lives um but it is framed very much almost i feel like it's a very good introduction to what are like the four parts of the book are literally the four ah, no the four it's broken up truths. the four noble truths exactly and it's very much set up as what I would think is a very good introduction to what Zen is and um and all of its various components so I I really enjoyed it for that reason alone and uh, I just finished it just last night it's a very good book it's not a part of a series it's not one of those type of books it's just one <laughs> book and then you're done but uh it's very good about um. Basically, the answer to all questions is the moment right now is the only moment you'll ever have. And it is perfect. So, Zen and Gone by Emily France. And uh, reading books and finding time to read, because I love reading, is a stuff that I'm loving. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah, I realize I don't talk about books too often on this cast. And I do love, I do try to read when I can. Have you joined um, the Fall Into Reading program? You know what? So, it's so funny. We were on that team. I haven't yet. I need to. Yeah. It just started a few days ago, right? Yeah, yeah. You can win $100 just for reading those books. Yeah, the our library system we're doing like a um how would you describe it it's like a reading incentive program um and we're we're planning to launch one for the public next year yeah in our library system yeah and and in order to uh just to get people psyched about reading um and uh in order to kind of get some valuable feedback from our staff about whether the program's easy whether it's fun because you sign uh, up using our we've got an app called beanstack right that is the thing that our library systems purchase so like to get an idea of like how it runs we're having just staff do it first yes. yeah, yeah 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 so and the, there's a prize to in, to incentivize the, the staff to help us out well, with it we've offered up a hundred dollar prize so uh if you if you go and you complete the program which i think you just have to read one book and you already did yeah i should yeah i've read a couple actually i should <laughs> sign up um but to be honest i probably wouldn't accept the hundred dollars if i want it i would oh. give it to someone else but um give it to me yeah yeah you, know what? <laughs> I, you know it's so funny because um and when Freya's, like, Christmas and stuff is coming, so people are going to ask, oh, what does Freya want, you know? My answer is always the same. Uh, money, because hearing aids are expensive. <laughs> and they're always like, no, what toys does she want? And I'm like, no, we're swimming in toys, brother. It's okay. We got the toys. We give got the books. Money. What about books? I'm literally a librarian. We're okay, you know? <laughs> Just give us that money. Um, but what's your <laughs> what's your second stuff you love in this um, So another thing that the uh, app – um has suggested uh, i am so excited about hearing about this <laughs> by the way i i, I am I, I, listeners i am adjusting my seat i am uh 
leaning forward on my knees. I'm steepling my fingers, and I'm looking intensely at Tess right now. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so the other thing that the app has suggested is meditation, um, which Eric is deeply invested I am, in. Eric. I am nodding my smiling face in All the right. direction right now. I'm going to tell you, Eric, I did a couple of the guided meditations in that the app. are provided by mm-hmm. the Curable app. And... Um, what? What's what nothing? I had it? something I was gonna show you. Well, ne- never mind. I'm just there was something. I have a podcast I listen to that it's essentially just guided meditations. Oh, okay. That's all it is. I was gonna recommend it to you if if this story turns out it wasn't good. Okay. Um, but I left it on my other phone. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, I will say that um, it didn't really um work out well. <laughs> Wait, and it's still a stuff you're loving? <laughs> well, just bear with okay, me. I'm, okay, I'm ready to listen. So, um, I only did, like, a couple of them through the app. Now, like, one of them got me feeling really emotional, and I just was, like, crying for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And I was like, this isn't really – I didn't really feel like that was a helpful exercise to help me um, get rid of my bananas. Um, <laughs> you still had a bunch of bananas. In I still your- had a bunch of bananas, and now I'm just crying because I feel emotional. And then um, I did like a couple others, and I just found that I was very easily distracted. And they tell you in the app if you get distracted, that's fine. You're supposed to just like float those ideas away like mm-hmm. a cloud. But I it made me feel unsuccessful because like I would be like trying to be in the moment, and then I would just be like, what do I have to do at work? To do that that's what everyone like, does i know but and i know you're supposed to just keep practicing can, can i ask you some questions yeah, okay. go ahead how go long ahead. were these sessions for um you can choose to do them for 10 15 or 20 minutes so they start I, at 10 yeah okay. yeah so i tried like different types. and you're listening and there is there is there musical cues no or it's just it's, a voice it's a voice and was it like they tell you now focus on your what your toes yeah and you one do of a body them was scan? like that one okay. of them was like yeah. that yeah um, so, uh, I tried a few of them and I was like, this really isn't working for Where me. were you when you were doing these? Where in, your... in my home. In, no, no. I understand. Oh. Where in your house? Like, what were you doing? Oh, I tried some of them, like, uh, sitting in a chair. I tried some of them laying in a bed. Okay. I tried different things. Okay. Um. And what time of day? <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, Jess. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm immensely interested. What time of day? Um. And did you do these in quick successions of, you know? No, I tried them, like, over the course of, like, a few weeks, and I, like, I did some at night, like, before I was going to go to bed. I did some, like, in the morning when I woke up. I did some, like, I came home from work and I tried one. I did one, like, on a lunch break, so I tried different times, and, um... The guided meditations weren't really doing it for me, so I was like a little um, disenchanted That's with the meditations. But then I got introduced to a different kind of guided meditation, and you—I um, don't know if you would approve of this meditation or not. <laughs> why wouldn't I? I'm trying to think. Why would I not approve a meditation? What but is it? this was. Um, suggested to me by a coworker, um, our friend Amy Kay, who we work with. Yeah, she was like, she was like, you know, I'm not really into meditations either, but there's this one particular guided meditation that I really love, and she was like, you might try it, and so she sent it to me on YouTube, and you can look it up on YouTube. She was like, on YouTube, it's um, 
it's very short, but then you can, there's an app that you can download and um, you can get longer versions of this guided meditation. And the, it's just, if you look up honest meditation, mm-hmm. okay, and you're going to look it up, Eric. I am right now, yeah. And you're going to see that it features some grown-up language. Oh, why would I not approve that? <laughs> why, would I, why would I not approve that? Well, I don't know. Because, I, use grown-up medi- I use grown-up language sometimes. Well, I don't know, because I don't know if you're like a meditation purist so, and you feel like it ought to be like a certain way. I, 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 yeah, well, I th- well, actually, all joking aside, I think the fact that some people think meditation should be a certain way is a huge barrier to uh, it, right? Yeah. You know, some people are like, I can't sit cross-legged for that long. You don't need to. I'm looking right at this. So I, I looked up honest meditation. and The first one that pops up is the one that we did it's the it says um f that an honest meditation <laughs> is what it says i guess there's a book too uh i i did not i wasn't aware of the book um but so you can anyone can look up i would recommend you uh only if you're uh a, if you're okay with um adult language um that you look it up on youtube and uh the one on youtube is about two minutes long and then there is an honest meditation app where you can um do this meditation for two minutes 10 minutes or 15 minutes i think um now i think like the first couple times you do it you kind of giggle a little bit because he's using the grown-up language and you're kind of like what like what kind of stuff is he saying (laughs) can i play it and then (laughs) <laughs> bleep it out i don't know well, i'm just curious like what kind of stuff it's kind of like um what are those bees saying about you at work oh. you know they they don't really know you you know like you f that just you know just that's you're awesome, so though. above that you know <laughs> so well, like... i mean it's interesting i think we've said this before in the cast that really like these curse words f that and b they're just words, right? Yeah. They're all made up like any other word, you know? And if that if that works, then that works. Yeah. You know? And um, I like the two that they have the option for two minutes. Because one of my things I was saying is maybe those... Because I think 10 minutes is actually kind of tough if you're first getting into it. 10 minutes sitting and doing nothing is kind of daunting for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When I do my, my... I have a program where I do... It's called Mindfulness Mondays. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's... I don't think I mentioned it on the cast before, but it's, it's part story time, part kind of like uh, mindfulness practice 101 for young kiddos. We do a silent one minute. That's oh, it. 60 okay. seconds. And some of those kids at the end, they always go, that was hard. I was like, I know it's hard to just sit still for one minute. But um, so this is working for you. Well, I, um, I'm I, so excited. About it really, this. Uh, it really relaxed me. Like, what, like I said, once you get over kind of the giggles of like, oh, he's using like, you know, he's using naughty words. <laughs> yeah, he's using bad words. Um, I just found it like super relaxing and like validating. And like, I've used it a few times um, over the like past. So this past week was my first official week as a manager. Um, I was going to ask how that went, by the way. Or how's that been going? October 1st was the first day? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Whole building's on fire. <laughs> this is Okay, this is what Amanda would say. Amanda's my, my beautiful wife, wisest person I've ever known in my whole life. What does she have to say? Do you still have your job? I do. Do you still have your benefits? Yes. It couldn't have been that bad. That's exactly what she would tell me. You know, if you still have your job, you still have your benefits, and it couldn't have been that bad. You're good, you know? I guess I am. I I didn't realize how much of being a manager is listening to people complain about stuff. Yeah. 
um, I didn't realize just how much. Like, I, f- I had a feeling that that was going to be part of it, and I felt prepared for it, but I guess I wasn't really prepared for that. Most of being a manager is hearing people yeah, complain about I didn't stuff. realize. Well, it's just <laughs> like, I think I told you before that when, when we're doing Lexicon, you know, I'm like the main coordinator. All I see are things that need to be fixed because that's my job. You yeah. Know? So it's very hard when you're a manager. People rarely come to you and go, by the way, that went great. They tell you when things don't go well. Right. right? You know? Right. So uh, it's been kind of an eye-opener this first uh, official week uh, in management, just trying to, um, you know, uh, adjust the- my my expectations of what things are going to be like to the reality of what things are actually the like. The thing I often have a hard time with, and um, I once you realize it, then then you can kind of like, once I realize that, I can kind of adjust it, but when people are complaining about things, whether it's a policy or anything, right? Or I shouldn't use the word complaint, but when they're talking to me in a negative matter yeah. about things that they wish were differently, <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to take that personally, yeah. you know? Especially, it's kind of weird because it's not about me directly, right. you know? To be honest, if it was about me directly, they probably would go to someone else. <laughs> My manager, right? You know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's difficult to, to do that, you know? Um, yeah. So I just found that the honest meditation was was uh, helpful at helping me relax and. Um, How often have you done this in, now? I've done it a few times. In, a, in yeah. like once a day for multiple days in a row, or yeah, probably like maybe every other day yeah. for like a week or something. Like and how that. long do you do them? Like, what time do you pick? Um, I usually do the like two minute yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, is that, yeah, 10 is a lot if you're starting. But to be honest, 2 is fine. You know, I read a book. I don't – I wish I remember what it was called. And it was something about – I think I've checked out every book about meditation in our library system. <laughs> but it was really interesting. It is a really great idea about, for example, you come home from work. You had a bad day at work, right? I come home and I bring that with me, mm-hmm. right? I bring it in my voice. I bring it in my demeanor. I bring it in my outlook, how I see things. I bring it in how I treat people around me. And they talk about how before you get – through your door and you don't need to do this at the end of your day you could do it whenever any other situation but particularly at the end of your day you get your you put your hand on the doorknob and you just count like 10 breaths that's not even a minute you know what i mean and just leave that behind you you know and go through like you don't need to i think we have ideas like meditating it's got to be 45 minutes on a mountain on a cushion (laughs) you know what i mean with with chanting yeah and doesn't need any of that sometimes when i'm having a tough day i just sit at my desk just close those eyes 60 seconds that's all you need you know i'm so excited to to listen to this honest meditation you know it's no it's just speaking it's not like singing or anything yeah that one's just speaking i think there's like uh some kind of soothing uh noises behind it as well oh like oceans yeah birdies birdies oh yeah that sounds good i am i've tried like guided meditation so i wish i had my phone with me because there's a podcast that I listened to, and for listeners, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Maybe I'll tweet it out um, at same team, y'all, um, later when I find it. But it's all it is is a podcast that is just different guided meditations that this person provides. And there's no um, there's no music or any other thing. It's probably just a, a dude in his closet, you know, or whatever. And they're they're really good. But um, I'm glad you've gotten into this, Tess. <laughs> I'm really glad. This is exciting. No, would you – you sticking with guided? Have you ever thought of – I might, um, I might branch out into maybe because, like I said, I don't really feel like the guided ones were really working that well for yeah. me. Um, uh, 
I I think I've uh, it's been suggested to me to try like mantra yeah. meditation where you just kind of like repeat a mantra over and over to yourself, which is like then... folding your or um, ironing your skirts or, or you know what I mean <laughs> or counting coins for Amanda. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, or like and if like maybe if you have like a beaded. A bracelet or necklace or something. You, every time you do a bead, you can do the mantra, that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, there's, you can pick whatever mantra you yeah, want. Yeah, so of, great. Yeah, you could do a you can, new one every day. You could put f words in your mantra if you want. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> f that noise, f that noise. Right? Yeah. Right. I'm so, so excited. I might branch out and try some other ones. Yeah. Can you tell? Can I tell you what my current? meditation practice sure, now. so i don't sure. do guided i just i'm sitting there and i find a place to sit and then what i do is i breathe in and breathe out and i count my breaths for 50 breaths and then i count backwards i count my breaths backwards from 50 because you have to focus on like if i'm and it's like you said losing your concentration that happens to everyone that's mm-hmm. like our that's our minds naturally looking around for like dinosaurs and bears and all that you know what i mean and dangers constantly and how much food do we have? Because, you know, and uh, you, if I if your mind goes somewhere else, you just go back to counting and I count up to 50 and then I count down and I set my half the reason I wear this Fitbit is because this is an expensive timer. It's because I like having a timer <laughs> on me right now and I set it for whatever I feel like doing. And then once I've done up to 50 and back down, then I just now I'm I've calmed down enough and I'm separate enough from my thoughts that now I can just see them go by whatever they are. And some people suggest like when those thoughts come in, you push them away like bubbles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like to just look at them, but I'm separate from it. Like I'm I've now that's given me enough space and I just sometimes I think about the trees. Sometimes I think about this. But the trick is like if you think about something at work, you see the thought like it's separate mm-hmm. and you're not in the thought. Like if you see the thing at work and you're like, oh, that made me think about this and that made me think, you know. That's my current go-to. But I've tried mantra as well, which I like. But the trick is I'm just too indecisive. I can't pick, like, the one. Because I would prefer to have one that is always oh, the one. I see. That's just Instead me. Instead of, like, a new one every day. You can day pick a new one every day, yeah. yeah. But I feel like meditation is just, like, if you go to the gym, right? You it The way it works is you're training your mind to be able to focus, right? You, you don't meditate to become a good meditator. You meditate so that when you're outside of that condition, you're doing that same thought process. Someone walked up to me and said, you're a stupid boss. Instead of me going, whoa, I'm a, I am a stupid boss because they said it's true. And now reacting. I'm angry and I'm reacting that I, you're a stupid boss. And that's I see that as a thing that happened, not a thing that even affects me, you know. But I'm very excited for you, Miss Tess. This Aww, is great. Thanks, Mr. Mm-hmm. Eric. So honest meditation is a stuff I've been loving. I'm excited about night. checking this out, too. <laughs> so many naughty words. <laughs> Tess, do you have any tales? From the library! Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. I do. I don't have any tales. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Um... A little while ago, our director um, asked everyone that if they wanted to, 
they could confess yes. their musical guilty pleasures to him. He's been, I like how he's been doing this thing lately <laughs> where, so listeners, we have like a staff blog we have to go to. And usually on this blog, it's just like, heads up, this policy has changed. Right. Or heads up. Um, this person's leaving and yeah. we're posting this yeah. job. Or, or this library is out of power today. Yeah. You know? But lately he's been posting like things that are, fun yeah it's a crazy idea and i think um i think it's uh it's his way of trying to get to know us yeah too like i think if he asks us questions like he's gonna find the right question to get us to open up to him yeah um so i think his first one was uh what's the weirdest thing that someone's asked you for at the yeah. library and then he he we all sent him in and then he posted like his favorites or the best yeah. ones or all of them i don't know and then gave someone like a gift card yeah. to somewhere which yeah. is a fun idea so you know? his most recent one was uh what what song is your guilty pleasure and he confessed his um and then he what was it black eyed peas black eyed peas it's i got a, a feeling yes. i think it was his which by the way i immediately started picturing michael getting down <laughs> and singing that song right oh, so funny um and so uh, <coughs> a lot of people sent in there, I kudos to everyone for confessing their musical uh, uh, uh. vices. Um, and what I did was an I on our same team y'all Spotify account. I made a playlist Very of nice. all of our guilty pleasures so that our listeners of the same team y'all podcast can also enjoy the guilty pleasures of the librarians because they were some great songs. Yes. I looked at this and I was like, wait, what makes these guilty? I was like, I was like, these are all wonderful songs. Yeah, some of them I was like, you don't feel guilty about that. You you just stop right there. And some of them, you know, people are like, uh, I think somebody put something like, uh, Hollaback Girl, and I feel really bad about it. Or something like That's that. a good song. It is. It's a catchy tune. So if you want a playlist of super catchy tunes, you can go over to our Spotify account. Just look on Spotify. By the way, it's free to sign up for Spotify yeah. if you don't have an account. It's super free. convenient. I use it to listen to music in the, yep. in the car all the time. Yep. You can uh, sign up for Spotify and then look up uh, Same Team Y'all, and you'll have access to all of our playlists. Right now, we've got the official Same Team Y'all playlist mm-hmm. of uh, uplifting uh, songs, and then we've got our Haters Blocker playlist in case in case you got to block a hater. Block. Block those haters. And now we've got the Librarian's Guilty Pleasures playlist so that you can hear uh, what our uh, our co- our colleagues were, were guilty about. Actually, I just thought instead of blocking the haters, we should hug the haters. <laughs> hug them. Hug the haters. Hug. <laughs> the hater huggers list. Hater huggers list. You see a hugger? Uh, you see a hater? Hug them. <laughs> What's your tale, Mr. Eric? Um, we've, men- we've referenced it before in the cast, I think a few times this episode. Um, September 15th, which by the time this comes out will be probably about a month or so ago. Ages uh, ago. <laughs> a millennia ago. <laughs> who knows? Uh, uh, was our our library's uh, Comic-Con event, which we cleverly called LexiCon. Lexicon. Uh, yeah, it's at our Lexington Park branch. And uh, it happened. Uh, it can typically be Tess. How would you describe me after LexiCon twenty seventeen? <laughs> Stressed out, yeah. bummed out. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? So at the end, so I'm like I'm the coordinator <laughs> for it. So that just means I'm the guy. Like if things go wrong, <laughs> I'm the guy that's in charge of it. Um, but I do work with a team that help me out. Um, I can work better at delegating to them. 
Uh, but yeah, last year, I believe we celebrated finishing Lexicon and we went to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. And I believe we were all going, hooray, it went great. And I think I was in such a, a, a dark mood that I remember uttering the phrase, who has friends anymore? Do you remember this? No, I was I like, don't remember I remember that. talking to Elizabeth. I said, "Who has? No one has friends anymore." Oh my god! I was yeah, and it was ironically I was at a table of friends saying yeah. that. You know? Yeah, but I, um, I remember being so confused by your response because I thought it went so well. Well, and I think last year went well, and the year before this is this one that just happened was our third year doing it, and I think it does go well, but it's tough because. It can be a stressful time for me. And also, like, as the coordinator, I'm looking for things to go wrong. Or, yeah, I'm looking for Uh things to address. And so, like, I think when I left, I had this view of lexicon of everything that went wrong, even if they're minor things. But I didn't even have time to ever sit and see... Like the kid get excited about the stormtrooper, right? Or or people having fun with the trivia, or people or the artists enjoying showing off their artwork. You know, I didn't have time to do that at all. So this year, I was able to delegate a little bit better. Next year, I'm hoping to delegate even more mm-hmm. because because um, really, there's no reason I shouldn't. You know, and I think that'll make me easier and it'll give everyone on the team a little bit more ownership over the program. Um, almost to the fact of like, hey, um, fellow staff member. Um, from 1 to one thirty is a something. What do you want that something to be? You're in charge of it. Get back to me in a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's fine. Um, but anyway, um, uh, the, my tale from the library is Lexicon 2018 went very well. I was Good. very happy with it. We had a large number of 501st and Rebel Legion people show awesome. up. Yeah, which uh, if you guys are unfamiliar, those are both like Star Wars costume groups people put together and make basically movie quality costumes of star wars characters and then they go to places to show them off because they spend a lot of time and money into it so um this year we had uh, darth vader show up we had a stormtrooper show up we had an imperial pilot show up someone brought an an astromech that they had built oh cool um we had Bay's malbus show up do you remember Bay's yes, from rebel of uh, from rogue one do yeah he looked Baze? great too and i think he was wearing about 50 pounds worth of stuff because remember <laughs> Bay, like the heavy yeah yeah Bay's malbus is if you guys are unfamiliar is from rogue one the movie rogue one and he is a lot of people remember the blind monk yes he was his friend with yeah. like the big, the big like gun. the big laser gatling gun on his back and um i feel like someone else showed, oh and han solo showed up and we got a great photo of uh han an imperial um pilot and base malbus all playing a game of sabacc together <laughs> which is very cool <laughs> it was great. a lot of fun but yeah all in all it went really well and even though like some there were some missteps like we had a skype interview with jason fry that was your yes, suggestion right yeah and we tested the skype before we did everything fine and for whatever reason his audio just wouldn't come through oh, the podium no. so there was like a good amount of time of like trying to figure that out but once it was figured out he delivered a great interview oh great uh, so jason fry is the author of the last jedi novelization the extended version yes. right yeah and if you ever google him a lot of star wars stuff like yes. he's written a lot of star wars comics uh, he's written a lot of uh like all, a lot of the extended universe stuff like i think he also wrote um uh, he also wrote a lot of the, you know, those Star Wars great cross-section books. Do you know what I'm talking about? They are, so there are these books, and they've been coming out for a while, where they're Star Wars vehicles, 
and then they show the cross section of the vehicle oh, or the cool. ship. So you see, like, uh, like for example, an Imperial Star uh, Star Destroyer, and you see, like, now inside, like, all the compartments and stuff. He writes for that, too. Like, the like little caption. Yeah, like, this little room is the flux, uh, whatever. This room is the, you know, the cafeteria because the Imperial Stormtroopers always eat, you know, whatever, you yeah. know. And so he, the interview, there was a mis- some problems at the beginning, but once it started going, That's it was fine. Awesome. Our buddy Bill did the interview, which was great. Uh, we had a chainmail um, like demonstration slash like we we had spots for twenty people to show up, and they could make basically a chainmail um, key ring to take home. Okay, cool keychain. And uh, I think one little hiccup is that I think the demonstrator who who was showing it and like showing everyone didn't realize like even for a little keychain someone who doesn't know anything about chainmail that's still a lot of work and hard to do but luckily i think we we gave everyone instructions to take home and they can take home the stuff um we had trivia of course um we had our cosplay contest and the thing about this cosplay contest test which was very special one the music was working remember Yay! last time that music that music not working was really hurting it was me really for, bothering you it threw you know, off your game it threw me off my game but music was working and this is the first time ever we had our panel of judges were three cosplay cosplayers <gasps> professional cosplayers awesome. yeah we had miss miss jasmine we had uh, mr kevin and ms um taylor that um showed up and i think it made a big difference because usually it's just like librarians and yeah and, and we're like yeah oh, i guess that, was that good. looks cool but they were really into like uh like the detail of the costumes and like someone was dressed as link from legend of zelda and she had like uh it was basically like i guess like a barrette that was made out of like a foam ball and pipe cleaners that looked like a fairy and they were like look at that you know what i mean they're really into like all the small details so i think that went a long way that's so cool um those cosplayers did a panel about how to get into cosplaying and like fun tips about like one tip Ms. Jasmine gave that I thought was super smart was you can buy a costume like a Halloween costume and then you've got your base costume and then you can change Add things yeah he was like yeah. for he was like for example this this spider man costume that I'm showing in this picture the slideshow he was like I bought that but then I I popped the eyes out and I was able to put in my own eyes and I was able to add web shooters and I could add details and he was like that will save a lot of money and it gives your your costume a lot of character and it was, it was really cool and we had a large group show up and uh I think that's pretty much all we, oh yeah and then we did something called the Hero Trading Academy, which we did a few years ago for summer reading, which is basically an obstacle course for kiddos uh, where they run through hoops and all that. And they were really into it, too. And uh, and the thing, too, we changed from last year is remember we had like the half hour. This is the kids craft area. Yes. This time from 12 to 4, the whole event, we had kids craft stuff, passive stuff out in the children's area. So they had a place to go the whole time because there's a lot of kids there. Yes. And all the time you're like, what am I going to do with my kids? Yeah. You know, and so they, we had the obstacle course just for them. And the crafts were there the whole time. So that way, you know, it wasn't like this hours for grown-ups, this hours yeah. for that. Yeah. And then there was a cosplay contest then there was for the little guys. The actual, yeah, cosplay contest for little guys. And it is interesting because our attendance was about the same as the past couple of years. I think we were like at 180 or so because we do the – we hand out wristbands when people come in. So we just count how many wristbands we give out. Um, but our cosplay actual registration for the contest was lower than the past two years. Really weird. But it still went well. You know what I mean? Like, not to the... Uh, we did have a guy, a uh, young teenager, show up as a male version of Daria from the oh, TV. Which I thought his costume was killer, but maybe that's because I'm a huge Daria fan. But um, it went really well. I've already planned a meeting with Lexicon Cruz, which I sent an email to all our branch managers, which who's on the team can change. It doesn't have to be the same people. And I basically told the branch managers to 
talk with who's on the team now and decide do they want to stay mm-hmm. do they want to switch it out so it may it may change um no no um no uh no one's interested in being a new coordinator so that, that's okay i'll still be the coordinator but my plan for next because i still really enjoy it my plan for next year is to delegate more two things i've got planned for lexicon 2019 already which is going to be on september 21st 2019 so if you happen to live in the st mary's county uh area uh make sure you make it down to lexington park branch library uh, september 21st Lev uh, grossman a skype interview with mr sexy levy <laughs> I hope he's not listening. Uh, <laughs> Lev Grossman, who is the author of the Magician series, and uh, you may know uh, book series, and um, which is the inspiration for the show The Magicians on Sci-Fi, and Jason Fry. You know, is he coming back? He's coming in person, in person, live. His his skin and blood and bones will be in Excellent. the library system, and so I think that's going to be really cool. I'm going to get because. A copy of the expanded yeah. edition of the last. Yeah, Jedi he's going to be there signing. I think next year could, in theory, be like the biggest year yet as far as gets because both Love Grossman and Jason Fry are known things, yes. known people that are <laughs> known things. They are known things, but I mean, they they're you know what I mean, pretty yeah. well known. And so. those are just the first two guests. Yeah, who knows? Well, you might get some more. I can't. We need to work on our questions for Lev. Too. I, I've got a whole bunch yeah. already started. I think I, I wish I asked for an hour. <laughs> I only asked for thirty minutes. Oh, but I didn't know. You know what I yeah. mean? We'll have Jason too, but I mean, still. Anyway, uh, Lexicon 2018 went very well. I was not in a black pit of despair for a week afterwards That's like good. I was last year. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm excited about next year. Are you interested in being on the team at all? Possibly. Yeah, ask Kat. Because she, she sent me an email because usually I had you on the last two years. Yeah. And she just asked, like, does it have to be Tess or can it be anyone? Like, just to share the... Yeah. Because it's fun to work on it. And I said, oh, it doesn't have to be. So just if you need to switch it up, you can, you know. So we'll see. So I think at, at your branch, it's... Currently, I think it's... Now that we're, like, just that's having, okay. a, like, that's a okay. meeting. I think, it's, I think it's, it's Katie and Janelle Katie right and now, Janelle. Yeah. So it may change. It's up to anyone, though. You know? So. Cool. Cool. Tess, yeah. you have the look of a, a person who has learned a life lesson. Well, it's because I have. Oh, that makes sense. That's why you're radiating with sunlight <laughs> right now. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's not the window. It's just my you're my, just glowing. My angelic it's for, nature. Well, it's because you meditated, <laughs> and now you're hovering, and uh, it is. You ever think about meditating? Well, if you're doing guided meditation, you got your earbuds in, right? Uh-huh. You ever think of meditating with people, like finding a group? No, I hadn't thought yeah. of that. There is so down. I know, I know. Down in Evolve Yoga, yeah. which is right down the road from you, not yeah. that far. Once I think once every fortnight they do a free meditation group. Ooh. You just go in there and don't pay. You just sit there and zen the heck out, man. Interesting. You just fill the bodies of people in the room with you, you know? Just <laughs> tossing it out there if you're looking for something else to do. <laughs> do you go down there? Hi, I haven't yet. I've been meaning to. I haven't made it there yet just because it happens to be on days where I'm with Freya. If I plan it out, I've been wanting to. Take I usually Freya with you. I know. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> grabbing on people. Uh, no, I've wanted to. I've Most of my meditating I do by myself. The only time I did a group meditation was when we had Cindy, um, Miss Cindy come who was like, yes. she did that 
that library the program. Yeah, yeah, it was it was basically like mindfulness one hundred and one, and she led a guided meditation with a group of people. So it was me and like sixty people crammed in that room, and I felt that it was a it was a different experience than being by myself because one, even if everyone's silent, you still sense people yeah. being in the room with you, and two, I think there's something about doing a thing with another person, like. Like, for example, we can I can read a book by myself, but if we read that book and we discuss it, yeah. that's a different experience entirely, right. you know? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, I think qu- I'm going to read that Three Dark Crowns and yeah. talk oh, about it. I got to tell you, it is killer. I'm a busy guy, right? Yeah. I can't – you send me a text, I'll get back to you next week maybe. But um, <laughs> it's a killer series. It's, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun. It's a fun premise and she plays around with it a lot. It's really cool. I was going to ask about when you cried during meditation. Yeah. Was it something sad that was in the guided meditation or something that made you think of something? I, I forget now. Like I think it – I think it was like it was like think back to like a time in your life yeah. when you didn't feel the pain or or like yeah. when the pain started for you and I was like because <laughs> you're thinking about that yeah but the th- the th- well I was gonna say and it was is like think back to when you were a child and try to try to regain that innocence again and i was like i don't know it just made me feel very emotional I, some well, of some of the guided meditation i don't know it could have been what the guided meditation was guiding you towards but i do know like one of the byproducts of meditating is sometimes you you finish or you come out of it and you are emotional you know even if it's guided or if it's just on your own because what's happening is the thing that made you cry you were thinking about it already you know mm, what i mean it was yeah. already in there you just weren't Facing it. Yeah. So interesting. I love it so much. You know, it makes me so happy. So anyway, what's your life lesson, Miss Des? Um, Over the past fortnight, we had a little bit of a medical scare with my dog, Rosie. Oh, no. Yeah. Rosie has on um, one of her legs, like on uh, like one of her paws, she's got uh, what we thought was a mole. Um, but we noticed that it was like, uh, kind of like big and red one night instead of small and black. And, um, we were like, well, that's weird. That's not what it normally looks like. So we called the vet. Um, now Rosie's an older dog. She's, uh, she's, uh, what you'd consider the senior years for a dog. She's over 10 years old. Um, so, uh, she's got a lot of like lumps and bumps on her. Um, she's a lumpy dog. So, but this. This bump was kind of like, ooh, I haven't seen that bump before. That's kind of a weird looking bump. So we took her in and um, normally they're like, oh, uh, that's just a fatty lump. That's like a normal. Yeah, don't worry about that. Oh, that'll be $200 for this visit. I, I know, um, like, mom's dog Chico used to get real lumpy. Yeah. You know, and we'll take him in and they'll be like, yeah, that's just a, you know, Yeah, they're, normal they'll lump. just they'll look at it. But this time we took her, we took her and they were like, oh, Oh, uh-huh. I don't know what that is. And then they're like, well, that um, it could be nothing or it could be cancer. And we were like, oh, oh. So they were like, well, we can um, take a sample of it and have it sent off. Uh, and we were like, yeah, do that um, so we can figure out what it is. Yeah. So uh, that was on. A, That's scary. So it was like Wednesday night that we discovered the bump looked different than it normally does. And then Thursday we took her to the vet and then they didn't get back to us about the results of the test until like Monday afternoon. So like the whole time Brett 
my beloved husband, who has a very close relationship with our dog, Rosie. It's probably his spirit animal, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, he loves me, but he, like, really loves Rosie. Like, <laughs> that's his true soulmate. Um, uh, he's, he was, like, a nervous wreck. And he was having, like, a, like, a 84-hour panic attack, basically. Like, he was just so worried about her. He was, like, he was, like, I just know that it's gonna come back and it's gonna be something bad. And, like, she's, she's gonna die. And I was, I was, like, well, first of all, we don't know what it is. You don't know. That's right. We don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, we can speculate, but there's really no point. And speculating because um, we don't know. They said it could be cancer or it could be nothing. Yeah. So the the uh, the possibility still exists that it's nothing. And when mm-hmm. she's covered in bumps, like maybe this is just another bump. And uh, and the other thing is, if it is cancer, then we deal with it, mm-hmm. right? Like if it is what it is, and you know, either you know we can we can take that little bump off and maybe that gets rid of it. Or maybe there's something else that we have to do. I was like, but we just deal with it. And third of all, dogs have shorter lifespans than humans. And that's something that maybe we need to start coming to terms with is that she's an older dog and eventually we are going to have to say goodbye to her. Um, And uh, Brett was like, I don't understand how you're like so cool with all of this. And, um, I I quoted, he didn't appreciate my quote, but I quoted Newt Scamander to oh, him. Um, very nice. Uh, Newt Scamander uh, from the Harry Potter series, uh, particularly the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them uh, movie. Uh, Newt Scamander says, worrying means you suffer twice. Mm-hmm. And what he means by that is that you... Four situations in which you don't have any uh, control over the outcome of the situation. Like, for instance, your dog has to have a medical test. And, like, first of all, you can't control the bump on the dog and you can't control the test. Um, The only thing that you can control is your reaction to it. And you can choose to worry about it or not. And if you choose to worry about it, that means, in a way, it means like you suffer twice because you suffer because you've worried all this time. And then you might suffer again when you actually receive bad news. Another thing, too, is Rosie's going to know when Brett's worried, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just another level uh, to it, you know? Yeah. You know you don't like seeing your husband have a panic attack for that long you know what i mean so that's another part of it yeah it was a it was a really rough couple of days now what ended up happening is that the um the bump is not cancerous it is a benign bump it is actually a sebaceous cyst which is actually quite common for senior dogs and i actually think she has another one um on her face sebaceous (laughs) sounds like uh Something in the 80s, you would say, if something was cool. That was, dude, that was totally sebaceous. It sounds like a character in, like, Star Wars. like Sebaceous. Sebaceous cyst. (laughs) (laughs) My God, it's sebaceous cyst. (laughs) Well, it's okay. He's benign. Leave him alone. (laughs) He's benign. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, it's actually, it's, it's fine. We may need to have the bump removed anyway, because it does seem like it's in a spot 
Because that's always the thing with these bumps is if they're not bothering her, then you don't have to worry about them. If they happen to be in spots where they're irritating her, that's where you might want to have it removed. So we might have to have the spot removed, the bump removed anyway, which then will cramp her lifestyle for a little while while she has to recover from surgery. But, um, but good news is she doesn't have cancer. So that's very good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess my life lesson was just that, um, you know, like I said, it, there are some situations which are outside of your circle of influence, right? Like, there's nothing you can do about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I would tell you, open up your social media account. You can't change any of that <laughs> right. directly, right? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you could choose to be a nervous wreck about it. But is that really helping any is that helping you mm-hmm. is it helping your loved ones is it why don't you focus on things that you do have control over and there are a lot of things that you do have control over um so focus on those things and just try to make the world a better place the best that you can um with uh with what you what you can do I know. Um, and try not to worry so much. <laughs> well, if you... It's hard, but If try. you think about all the things, like if you make a list of all things that you can actually change um, and all the things you can't, there's a lot more on that list of you can't than you can. Right? Yeah. You know? Um, and I, like... And if you also... It, it is interesting, too, because... Um, I don't know. You bring up a really good point. Like, it's easy for us to say, like, just don't worry, right? <laughs> but when you realize, like, you, you only have – these are your choices. You worry or you or you try to at least chill out a little bit. And then when you get the news, then you can decide. Yeah. Right? You know? There's there's nothing – there's literally nothing else you can do. Right. Right? You right. Know? Like Newt Scamino would say, you could suffer once when you get the bad news or you could suffer twice, yeah. meaning you could worry about it and suffer and then suffer it, again it, when you get the bad and news. And it's a thing, too. Like, cancer is a terribly scary disease, but it doesn't always show a sign. Right. right. You know, it, it could be anywhere. And when you mentioned, too, like, I mean, it's sad to think about, but Rosie's getting older. I mean, my dog Sasha's getting older, too. And it makes me think of, I've mentioned this podcast before a few times with the Secular Buddhism podcast. The host, Noah Rochetta, always uses the story he talks about. He had a friend who was going through cancer, and he was talking with him in the hospital. He goes, how does it feel to know that you're you're dying? And his friend said, you tell me, right? Because it's true. Yeah. You know, we all have, we don't think about it too often, but we all have just a set number of times a uh, set number of moments on this earth and you can spend them worrying or anything, right? You can spend them in anger. I can open up my social media account. And just recently, my Amanda had to talk to me. She goes, you know, um, uh, whenever President Trump does something, you get very angry and mean. Oh. <laughs> she had to give some real she talk. She called you out. She had to give me some real talk. And I was like, I'm so sorry for that. You know, because you don't, we're not always aware of like how things affect us, right? Uh-huh. You know, and all the stuff that's going on out there in the world, I cannot change a single thing about it. All I can change is the way I react to it. Yeah. Now, someone could say, well, if you don't, if you take the approach, you can't change anything. Nothing will change. No, you can go and you vote, right? You can right. vote. You, there are a number of things you can do, but in that moment, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Right? You can write a comment. No, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you can dislike it. You know, you can whatever no no there's nothing you can do that will make it better you know so. yeah think about the things that you can do and focus yeah. on those things. you'd be amazed at what you can do it's yeah. a lot and it's on a much smaller scale you know yeah yeah
excellent life lesson this test. Thank you, sir. Are you ready for a pop 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 positivity party? I'm ready. to the Positivity Potty. This is how me and Miss Tess like to finish each and every one of our episode by thinking about uh, things that we are thankful for as well as things that we love about ourselves. What is something you're thankful for, Miss Tess? I am thankful for, it's uh, it's fall. Yes, Yay. give me a high five. Woo, we love fall. Although today it doesn't feel like fall. It doesn't feel like fall. Two days ago today. felt like fall. And it didn't feel like fall yesterday, but you're right, two days ago it felt like fall. It's going to start feeling like fall, yeah. which means we get to wear scarves yeah. and drink pumpkin spice lattes. I was talking to our friend Amy Kane. She goes, my favorite weather is the weather when I don't wear a sweater. And people say, shouldn't you be wearing a sweater? <laughs> That's my favorite weather. You know? I love great. it. The uh, thing I'm thankful for is uh, my job. You know, I, I spent a lot of time going, I think, I spent a lot of time being like, oh man, I'm real stressed out about Lexicon. I'm stressed out about that. Um, but really, I, I love it. It's an important job. And how many, I can't imagine another job I would have where I get to have an opportunity to talk with Love Grossman. You know what I mean? Affects so many lives for the better. I know a lot of times we do story times and, you know, you get caught up in doing the program. And just like when I mentioned Lexicon, where I spent all that time thinking about things that went wrong, I don't always spend time. Uh, looking at all the kids enjoying story time and getting stuff out of story time. So I'm incredibly thankful for my job. Also, it's the first job I've ever had with benefits. So that's really nice. <laughs> hey, you listening to this, tell us something that you're grateful for. Hope you said something. Very nice. <laughs> we didn't just sit there. <laughs> I bet that. Ha- I, I wish I had a percent. I bet that's a large percentage, but that's okay. At least you. I hope you at least thought of it. Yeah, maybe, maybe you were meditating upon it yeah. for a good like ten seconds. So. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Hey, Eric, what's something that you like about yourself? Uh, something I like about myself is I do try to, and we're in the period where we can kind of repeat ones we've done before. Yeah. But I do honestly try to do right by my fellow coworkers and my uh, our patrons that come in. You know, sometimes it might be easier to be like, um, <laughs> uh, that's not my problem, right? Yeah. You know, but I genuinely do try to help out our coworkers because we are not just on the same team, but in the same workplace and we should all be able to get along. And I don't think everyone has that same perspective. So I like that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Um, What's something you like about yourself, Miss Tess? I like uh, that I am solution oriented. Yes. Like, uh, whenever there's a problem, uh, I am already trying to think of like two ways that we could solve That's it. That's great. Whereas I think some people, when they get a problem, they just want to think about the problem and how it sucks. But, like, I am really quick to jump to, okay, well, what can we do about yeah. it? And maybe if we can't do anything about it, maybe we don't worry about it. Yeah, if you can't, if sometimes it, if it's a thing that is now and you can't change it, you know, then it's a thing maybe that is. Maybe we think about something else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, focus on those solutions. So how about you, listener? Why don't you say something that you like about yourself? Phenomenal answer. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Miss Tess, this was episode... I know, it's been a while. 38? This is episode number 39. 39! 
of the Same Team Y'all podcast. My name is Eric. My name is Tess. And if you guys would like to email us in uh, any stuff that you're loving, any life lessons you've learned, any uh, tips for us about meditating. Yeah, any tales from your library. Yeah, anything at all, please email us in at sameteamyall at gmail.com. And if you like to follow our Twitter handle, it is at sameteamyall. We're always tweeting fun stuff out. Cool things about the cast. And if you really like Eric and I and you want to listen to more of yeah. us, you can listen to our our sister podcast, our daughter podcast. Yeah, it's our daughter. Our yeah. daughter podcast, yeah. Same Peaks, y'all, which is the podcast where Eric and I watch the classic 90s television show, Twin Peaks, and discuss the oh, episodes. Oh boy, it's been so much fun lately, too. <laughs> uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please consider rating or uh, reviewing us on whatever you're listening to us on uh, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, whatever you're listening to us on, please consider rating or reviewing, uh, giving us a text review. And um, anything else? Um, As always, be the change you wish to see in this world. Don't forget to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome. Bye! 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 (laughs) Bye! Don't forget to be awesome. That's really good. (laughs) I got that from John Green. Yeah? Yeah.